All right, Ken the Cameraman from Point Blank Gun Training, back with another Instructor's Corner. Brian, how you doing tonight? Pretty good. Pretty good. Vance, how about you? Doing great. Good to hear. So guys, I was in Fleet Farm the other day, wearing my Point Blank Gun Training shirt, and I had a couple of females walk up to me and ask me about our classes, and I informed them that we have our own women's only class. We have a woman's only instructor, but they're just embarrassed to like come to class. What, what do you feel about that? A lot of the gals are apprehensive. It's kind of a man's world. Here's the problem with the firearms training industry. One of the problems, I'll say, is it's a testosterone-filled group of guys. It was it was kind of born that way. It's kind of, you got this macho attitude, which is, you know, kind of to be expected, I'll say. But just like, you know, you see a big truck with big tires, you don't typically see a gal driving it. Not always the case, but... Uh, but usually it's a, a guy thing, I'll say. And so the bottom line is, at Point Blank, we strive to take that attitude out of the training. 40% of our students uh, are females, and and that's pretty much in all classes, from carry classes to the long-range precision rifle to, you know, advanced pistol classes, uh, beginner pistol. Um, and, yes, we do uh, women's-only classes, and you get a group of five or more uh, gals together, and... We'll, we run multiple instructors, and we'll run a class for that group. Well, why do we do that? Because they're they're more comfortable around people they know, and which keeps them in learning mode. In other words, they uh, they learn better in an environment they're comfortable with. And uh, the fun thing is, is when you you get a group of gals that are a little apprehensive about, say, doing a handgun class, and uh, um, a couple hours into the thing, they're starting to build confidence. They're realizing these things aren't scary; they're actually kind of fun. Uh, you're, you're putting some nice holes in paper and getting the fundamentals down. And this isn't, again, a class where you stick a cannon in somebody's hand and see if you can make an impression on the front sight on their forehead. I mean, that's there's a lot of these jack wagons that do that kind of garbage, and this is why the women, I think, you know, steer away from this industry to some degree. Women have very fine motor skills, and uh, uh, it's been proven over and over again, you know, in the finer assembly jobs, the finer welding jobs, uh, intricate assembly, the they do that very well and uh, guys tend to shake a little bit more uh, women you know the, the again the five more skills seem to be a little more in tune you look at uh, different precision operations in the manufacturing world and you've got a lot of gals doing those jobs and, uh, and they do it very well so the other thing about teaching with you know women or, or doing a class with gals they don't come in with the macho pre-notions you know that they already know everything and uh, and that's a guy thing and and you know we're all that way at some time or another and uh, you know I know everything just ask me and so with the gals you don't have those attitudes and those pre-notions so they're kind of a clean slate and you know you start uh, throwing some rounds and they're drilling some nice holes in paper and building confidence and and uh, pretty soon they realize this is a lot of fun and you know the husbands get mad at you when they're all done simply because you've turned this gal into what I call target gal in other words they want to go down and they want to go purchase that gun and and, uh, and start shooting holes in paper. You know, it's a kind of an enjoyable sport. It doesn't have to be the, the testosterone-filled mentality that you see with a lot of this industry. So we get to, we get all walks of life. Even in our advanced classes, you've got some gals we shoot with that shoot very well. Uh, they have some unique um, hurdles to overcome, and not just the, the male attitudes in classes and in some of these classes, but uh, like I said, ours, we remove that kind of mentality. It's, it's a great training environment. But... Physical size, strength, there's, you know, you got to remember firearms are designed, for the most part, by guys. Uh, a lot of the holsters that the gals are going to be exposed to, 
even if they're particularly made for women, are designed by the guys. And so, um, you know, I, I wish more females were instrumental in this industry. And and there are some great, you know, uh, factory shooters out there. Just not enough is what I'll say. And uh, uh, it's a tough, you know, tough uh, arena to get into. But the, the gals that we, we train with, like I said, across the board, about 40% are female. And they do a great job. They listen. They pay attention. They don't have those bad habits. They don't know everything. And, uh, and they're not afraid to admit it. They ask great questions. Um, one neat thing, if, you, if you're sitting in a class, like a carry class, for example, a Minnesota Permit to Carry a Pistol class, and I'll have a gal come to me and she'll be nervous about coming to a class like this. And because she feels like she doesn't, you know, she could be basically dead green to this whole process, this mentality. Um, you know, never shot a hang in her life. And she's worried about, you know, being that that uh, third leg and uh, in a class like that. And it's absolutely not the case. It's exactly the opposite. You got three guys, and I always tell them this, you've got three guys in the class that know each other. I said, you watch, watch for this. You'll find a, a group of people that know each other. And they're BSing before class. Pretty soon you start asking questions when, once you get, you know, involved in some of the, the, the uh, curriculum. And the guys don't shout out the answer as quick as you would expect. And what that tells you, you pick it up from an instructor standpoint, is that they're really not 110% confident in their answers. And so, and they don't want to look like an idiot to their buddies because their buddies already think that they're pretty smart and know everything. So it's funny how you can, you can show some of this and... In just about every class, the uh, the gals will come up to you after class and realize they had a blast and it wasn't what they were thinking it was going to be like. You know, it was an informational class. I uh, Like our carry classes, for example, I, I tell people, would you take the driver's ed course, you know, from Richard Petty or would you take it from this guy with three DUIs? I mean, if I had a choice, I would take Richard Petty because he probably knows how to drive and uh, um, better than most people on the planet, I'd assume. And at least he can go fast and turn left anyway. And whereas, you know, the uh, they're both driving instructors maybe, but, you know, are they, are they as one as good as the other? Probably not. And so, you know, our courses, like a driver's ed course, every every firearms class we do is, you know, we try to put the, the best information into it so the student is safe, understands the function, has fun with it. You know, if you're if you're enjoying the learning process, then you're you're retaining it and you're absorbing it better and if it's, you know, um, if it's not as an enjoyable experience. So, but anyway, that's what I'd say. The, the, the gals, there's no need to be tentative to come to a class like this, uh, any of our classes. They do great. We've got a great female instructor. Um, we brought her on board because she puts some of the females at ease. Um, not the case, though. I mean, as far as uh, the women think they're going to do worse than the guys, and it's never the case. The biggest challenge is getting them to come to a class to start with, and then they realize that, that this is a this is a fun thing to do, and uh, you know like again you'll see them turning into target people, and pretty soon they're spending money on, on guns and you know earmuffs and ammo and holsters, and and they're having a blast. They they'll go to the range every couple of days, or and uh, it's an activity you can do a sport, I'll say. But uh, and again, it doesn't matter your size, your body type, and it doesn't matter you know if you're you know short, tall, whatever, you know big, little. It's uh it's something an individual sport any person could do and uh, uh and it's uh, so it's a lot of fun and we enjoy the heck out of it and and, uh, and we, we see those good numbers i think because of the kind of services we offer so yeah i think some of our uh, best students to deal with are our female students just because like you said 
they're they're easier to train with the without the macho attitude or without the attitude of well I already know everything don't you know you don't have to you don't have to show me that uh, and and like you said they're not afraid to ask questions we get all sorts of ones that uh, I would have never thought of because uh, I made assumptions going into it which I could have been wrong on those assumptions you know uh, and uh, um, and we get we get some some questions that just um, at first you think oh wow this is this is I had forgot to explain that uh, for instance or we're going through a section I mean we're not quite there yet. Uh, but it's awesome to see that because then you realize what people are actually picking up with the curriculum you're teaching and what they're not necessarily or what, what loopholes there are there. Well, um, one of my favorite things in class is to mention the hold my beer and watch this. Mm-hmm. You, you never see videos on, online. I'm sure there are some out there, but it's extremely rare. It's always the guys, you know, and, and it's a hold my beer and watch this. And usually it goes downhill quickly from there. And like I asked the, the gals in class, I'll say, how many how many folks are moms? And most of the hands will go up usually. And, and moms are kind of like lawyers. They don't ask questions they don't know the answer to. And so, and there's a lot of truths about people. You can look at a group of gals and you'll say, you asked your kid, did your kid brush your teeth? And the kid looks at you and says, uh, yeah. And you know he's full of crap. You just check the toothbrush before you ask the question. The toothbrush is dry. So that's what I mean by not asking a question you don't know the answer to. Uh, females are very good with that kind of stuff. And it's a, it's a, they're wired different than guys. It's not a smarter, dumb thing. And, uh, and just like with a lot of industries, you know, our training with law enforcement, we're civilians, but we think a little bit different. And it's not a smarter, dumb thing. It's just different worlds. And, and uh and same with the, the gals, it's the approach things a little different. It's neat to watch the thought process, and uh, it's just again they're just wired a little fuzz different than the guys, and sometimes it's a good different. So, hmm? what do you think, son? Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's 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 nice to see the numbers we do. I agree that'd be nice to have more uh, numbers as far as that goes, fifty or sixty percent female students, um, and again they're just so much more enjoyable in class because you don't get these these abrasive attitudes and generally they're our best shooters. Um, like you said, because of the fine motor skills, but also, uh, because if they don't have a bad habit coming in, uh, we can teach them, you know, what we think are the right habits up front. Uh, and obviously safety is number one, but also we're talking, you know, the fundamentals of shooting, how to accurately shoot. Uh, and it doesn't take more than a session or two and you can be hitting some nice bullseyes, uh, at, at different distances, uh, whether it's fast or slow fire, doesn't much matter. So you, you also have to be realistic about what you're doing. Say coming to a carry class, for example, I've explained to a lot of the gals, if they're on one side of the street and I'm on the other, who's going to get attacked? Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be the gal. The reason why, your criminals don't go into, um, you know, I'll say a Vikings football practice and go, I'm going to, you see that monster guy, linebacker over there? He's, he's you know, six foot nine and 380 pounds. I'm going to go try to push him down and take his wallet. They, they know it's not going to end well for him. I wish they would try that, but they, you know, criminals, even though they're not only the smartest, you know, peas on the pod, it, there's something in their genetics that says, I'm probably not going to win this. And so they'll pick on the easier victim, for example. And a lot of times that's maybe the gal, um, you know, that's, uh, you know, maybe carrying a, a bigger handbag. She's distracted with a child. I mean, it can be a lot of things uh, where they're, they're multitasking, which women are very good at. And, um, you know, they're typically being a mom. And um, this is why some of them, you know, are, I feel are more vulnerable than the guys simply because they a lot of times are have more things going on, which distracts them from paying attention to their surroundings. 
And so, again, be realistic about it. If if a guy's on one side of the street and a gal's on the other, a lot of times a criminal is going to pick what they perceive as the easiest victim. And this is why it's nice to see the numbers we do. And I agree with you. I'd like to see more, um, you know, in, in the, especially the carry class. But um, Another thing I see, though, in carry class, too, uh, feedback we've gotten from female students is that they appreciate how we do things. Uh, one of the things that we do is we offer um, to any of our students uh, during the carry class, uh, we have firearms sitting there, handguns for use, uh, included in their class fee. Uh, so we don't do any hidden fees is the idea that way. We've got firearms and ammo sitting there. Uh, if you brought one even, you can try some of our stuff to see maybe something else you might like better than what you brought. And the point of this is um, a lot of our, our female students, you know, being new to the store potentially, uh, they don't uh, have a handgun. They don't want to be forced to go buy one and, and find out they don't like what they bought or they don't like the sport or, you know, get a bad experience uh, up front uh, and maybe never come through the class. And so they, uh, they really appreciate uh, having the tools there. Uh, like you said, we don't put a cannon in somebody's hand. We start and build confidence, and, and by the end, you'll be shooting some of the larger calibers that we have uh, if you're if you're doing well with it. Uh, otherwise, we'll show you some that you will obviously like uh, or potentially you know learn what you do and don't like as far as sizes, you know, recoil, whatever the case may be. And so it's interesting to see some of that feedback, though, um, just because um, um, it can be as simple as a service like that. It can be as simple as uh, when we added our female instructor. That was a huge help uh, to uh, to making it more relatable to our students. Um, to a multitude of other things that we do, um, and some of them probably affect our female students or they're appreciative of it, and they don't even realize that it's helping them, you know. Yeah, it so. creates a good experience without them necessarily understanding why. Right. But they walk away with that, and it's, yeah, it's great to see those numbers, and, and uh, uh, we hope it keeps, you know, it keeps improving, I'll say. But, uh, and we definitely, uh, um, they're a great group of folks to train with. We do a lot of private classes for that reason. In other words, you get a group of office gals together, and uh, typically five or more. Uh, I don't care if we do if it's a carry class or an outdoor training class. And the neat thing is they're so comfortable with their buddies and, uh, you know, a group that they know instead of the general public. And they're in a much better learning environment, learning mode. And so, you know, we do a lot of folks don't realize how many custom classes we do. In other words, private classes where they don't make the Internet, they don't make our schedule. And just the ones that you see posted on our website are, are the public classes and... Uh, our LEO stuff, our, our private classes do not get posted, and uh, for that very reason, they're private. That's why they're that's why they're called what they are. But uh, uh, but the neat thing is, you're out there training some folks that you know and, and building some shooters and some confidence with it. And we have always have a few tricks up our sleeve to help build confidence with these gals. And I, uh, you know, one of the the, the uh, fun things we like to use is our rappel tower. And for doing a class with uh, all females and and five, six hours into it, just before the class is over, we'll go do a rappel exercise. They don't know that it's coming. And and if you want to, the rappel tower builds confidence is what it does. In other words, you have to trust that what we've been teaching you for five or six hours works and that we're actually, um, you know, I'll say skilled at what we're doing and we're correct at what we're teaching you. The information, the content works. And now you feel when you're, you know, going to rappel off a tower, 43 fit up, you start to think you're a lot more in charge of your own safety um, than you really were. So, for example, what I, I, the way I explain it to folks is if you had a new student, male or female, doesn't matter, and typically if they've got a handgun in their hand, if somebody's going to get swept or the gun pointed at them, it's not going to be the, the person holding it. It's going to be else, everybody else's in jeopardy. So our tower, for example, it gives them the illusion the gun's pointed at them. So, in other words, you know what you can't do, we can't take that handgun and turn around and point at the student. So the safety stuff, the 
the, the reality of it gets a lot more, um, much more embedded in them. And uh, it would uh, it would definitely make a point, you know, and obviously it'd be an unsafe point, so we can't do that. Well, now you get them on a rappel tower and pretty soon they, they, they feel like I probably better pay attention and do what I'm told. Uh, we proved to them through a demo that, you know, this is how you do this and it works. And, and by gosh, they do it. And you want to walk away with a whole level of confidence through a training class and in a, in a shooting class. So then you build confidence in a, say a quick repel exercise. And it's fun to watch the, the ego boost that these gals get. A lot of them tend to lack the, the egos the males have. The males tend to have more ego. They overrate themselves. We get a lot of guys that, that, uh, um, and that's the problem with the firearms industry is when you put out an advanced class, Everybody thinks they're advanced. There are a lot of guys do, and they sign up for it. And it's not always the case. And uh, we see a lot of guys that, you know, may struggle to get out of a holster. And, uh, you know, in an advanced class, that's one of the, the prerequisites is you need to be able to get, a, you know, get your firearm out of your holster safely and efficiently. Whereas, you know, guys tend to rate themselves. Gals tend to underrate themselves. And, and again, build confidence with this group, and, and uh, we have a blast. And it carries throughout their life. So... Anything else you want to add, son? I think so. All right. Well, thank you, too, for joining me tonight. And if you're a woman, go to pointblankguntraining.com. Sign up for a woman's only course. If you're not a woman, go to pointblankguntraining.com and sign up for any of our other classes. Even if you are a woman, you can do that, too. All right, guys. We will see you later. Have a good night.